Thanks for tuning in. I'm Taylor Proctor, your confidence and content coach. This podcast is designed and designated for coaches and creators who want to create with confidence. That means whatever you're dreaming about, whatever you desire, whether it's the business, the life, the relationship, the money, whatever it is that you are dreaming of, this podcast is to help you get there and help you create that with confidence. We'll be diving into the areas of personal development, self-trust, and even the business side of things to help you fulfill your dreams. So thanks for tuning in and let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I am so excited, beyond so excited, to be able to talk with you today about the five crazy, strange, weird, unique actions that I took to help me get the confidence to leave my corporate career. I'm so excited, guys. So I am on week two of no corporate career. I left my job about two weeks ago and I was a VP of marketing, 13 years in the corporate marketing world and I still do some CMO level consulting, but for the most part, I am out of the corporate space. And I have to tell you how freeing it actually is, but also how nerve wracking it has been to make that decision. And I know for a fact that if I had not done the five things I get to share with you today, if I had not done those five things, I never would have gotten the confidence to be able to leave. Because here's the thing, corporate culture, I'm good at. (laughs) Uh, Tell me if you can relate to this, right? I am good at the corporate culture. There's expectations, I exceed those expectations, I can manage your perceptions of me, and we're off to the races. And quite frankly, that has served me very, very well. One of the blocks in my confidence to be able to leave my corporate career was the fact that it has been a very lucrative endeavor for me. Very lucrative. (laughs) And so to walk away from that stability, if you will, was something I had to have a lot of confidence and trust in myself to be able to do. And additionally within that, walking away from a 13 year career, an identity of I am a CMO, I am a VP, I have been in marketing for so long, I know how to lead international teams, I know how to start things from the very beginning where there is nothing and build entire departments that now speak five languages and offer several different products and service offerings when it started with nothing, right? And I know how to market companies like, and I've worked with brands like Google, Waze, Stadia, Nest, Stanford School of Medicine, Stanford University, Johnson & Johnson, and so many more. And so it's this really weird shift to go, do I wanna leave my corporate job and that corporate identity? And I will admit, It's something I've been thinking about for about two years. And just tentatively thinking about every once in a while, I'll be like, oh my gosh, it would be, what would it be like if I didn't do this? Or if I wasn't chained to my emails and my whole life dictated by back-to-back calls. (laughs) Granted, that's not me complaining. I'm so grateful for my corporate career. However, I needed to build the confidence to be able to leave it and step fully into my business, which is my 
my passion, my purpose, the thing that I just light up when I talk about it, when I get to share with others, when I get to help and coach others, when I get to see their marketing take off and their confidence bloom, that is what I am here to do. Not be the corporate entity that I'm gonna be honest with you, was slowly sucking my soul. So that goes back to this idea of expectations and perceptions, right? I found that I was starting to lose myself. When you know the expectations and you can exceed them and you know how to manage other people's perceptions, it's really easy to not really know who you are and how you show up anymore. And that is confidence draining. When you don't know who you are, it's hard to be confident in who you are. Now, don't get me wrong, again, very confident in my ability to speak to executive and other C-suite members and board members and lead meetings and presentations and strategies and all those things. I'm confident in my skills. I'm confident in my ability to grow a team from zero to 100, right? I'm confident in my ability to take a brand that's unknown and help it exceed all expectations and become a household name. I am very aware of my skills and I have confidence in those, but confidence in myself and my ability to act on those skills or my ability that those, my ability to see that those skills will transition, that is a different ball game, my friends. So today I want to share with you those five crazy weird things that I've done over the last four to six months to really up level my confidence. And the reason I say that they're unique, they're strange, they're weird, they're crazy is because they are out of the box. They are not things that you traditionally see when somebody talks about how to improve your confidence. And I'm gonna forewarn you, they are a little woo-woo. <laughs> so if you're like, yeah, I'm not into spirituality, I'm not into woo-woo, I'm not into intuition, then you might find this one a little bit weird, but if you are not into that, I encourage you to have an open mind and listen anyways, because there may be some points of this where it's not the actual action, but something that I say that resonates with you that you may want to try yourself. So that said, let's dive into the five strange, unique, crazy, weird, whatever we wanna call them, things that helped me have the confidence to leave my corporate career. So number one, human design. Now, if you've heard of human design, you're probably all about it. If you haven't, uh, I am not the expert at it and I have no intention of becoming an expert at human design, but I know that it helped me with my confidence. So if you haven't heard of human design before, human design is a, I'm gonna say, and I'm probably gonna butcher it, but it's a personality modality framework that encompasses several other personality modality frameworks as well as energy healing and spirituality. So that said, it brings in like chakras, personality types, uh, uh, centers and channels of how things work and run together, like all this stuff. Now, like I said, I'm not an expert. And in fact, when I first heard about human design a whole year ago, I was not about it. Let me just tell you, like I was not about it at all. <laughs> I thought it was annoying. I thought that it was a waste of time. I completely did not resonate with it and I was triggered to the nines by it. 
specifically because my type, they have five types in human design, and my type is a manifester, which is only 8% of the world. And there was a couple of things where they're talking about like closed auras and all these other pieces and leadership, and I was just triggered. So I was like, I hate this stuff. I don't believe in it. I don't agree with it. Not, not into it. So that said, you're probably wondering like, well, then how did it become one of those things that helped you with your confidence? I'm getting there. So luckily I was in a mastermind group where a lot of people were invested in human design. So they started sharing little bits of information and little things that how this resonated with them and this resonated with them and all these other little pieces. And I ended up being able to find a couple of coaches and colleagues, if you will, that looked at human design with a less negative lens and had a more positive spin on it. And they would start to share things with me about my type that started to make sense. Specifically, and you're gonna love this, especially if you are a long time listener, if you're a long time listener of this podcast or you've been watching on YouTube for a while or you've just followed me for a couple of years, you know that I have a origin story of being a transformational happiness mentor. And that origin story came to be because I had a lot of anger, a lot of anger. And I had to work through that and realize that happiness was a skill and not an expectation and do a lot of habits and emotional management and all these things that have helped me tremendously. But what's interesting is that human design came around and there was a list, if you will, a checklist of here's all the things that you do when you are out of alignment and when you're in your what they call not self theme. So my self-theme is peace, which is hilarious too, because as a previously transformational happiness mentor, happiness is peace for me. That's one of the pieces, no pun intended there, one of the pieces of happiness for me is peace. And so when this modality says, hey, like when you are in alignment, you feel at peace. And when you are not in alignment, you are angry. You're an angry mother effer. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, yes, that, that resonates. And so it pretty much gave me a checklist of here's all the things that I do if I am out of alignment. Now you may be wondering, how does that help with confidence? Where are we going with this? This is what's been crazy is that for so long I had just been doing things how they need to be done because it's corporate and it's easy uh, for me at least that I started to, when I had this checklist, I started to realize that I would be very passive on some things that I cared about, but I was like, is it really worth my time and energy? No, I'll just let them do whatever they're gonna do. And then on the other stuff, I'd be really irritated and annoyed. And there was about 12 things on this so-called checklist of what I would do if I was out of alignment as a manifester in this human design modality. And every single one of them was happening. And I started to realize that I didn't want to live this way, that I did in fact want peace and happiness. And while I had achieved it in all these other areas in my life, if I really took the microscope to my corporate career, I wasn't in it. I wasn't feeling at peace. I wasn't feeling light, like lighted up. I wasn't feeling light. I was just going through the motions and being irritated as all get out and frustrated and passive and feeling controlled and just all of these things and it just wasn't working and I'm so grateful for the human design 
quizzes that are out there and all the Pinterest information and the coaches and things like that because I was able to get that list and be like, okay, is this what I really want? And that was the first step in understanding the confidence that it would take to say, and the awareness of, this is how I'm behaving. Is this how I want to behave? And is this what it's always going to be like? And starting to make tweaks and things like that, but eventually realizing that I don't want to, I don't want to be in corporate anymore and having the confidence to know when things are aligned or when they're not aligned based on how I behave naturally to be able to make decisions with confidence about what is right for me and how I want to feel at peace for me in my day to day. So that's the number one crazy, weird, wild, strange, unique thing that I did is I kind of dove into human design. And if you'd like recommendations for human design coaches or blueprints that are customized to you, I have tons of them. Like I said, this has been a four to six month thing in the process. And so I have lots of resources. If you are interested in those, just shoot me a DM on social media or leave a comment on the YouTube channel. Or if you're listening on uh, any podcast listening platform of your choice, then you can leave a review and ask for that. Or you can find me on social and send me a message. And I'm happy to provide you with any resources that I have been able to find in the last four to six months. So that brings me to number two. And this one is where it gets a little woo, but super fun. So I had someone do a intuitive gifts slash strengths reading. And in that, they told me that my spiritual support team, divine guidance, that one of my strengths is this gift of faith. And then another one of mine, another top one is unpacking. So what that actually means is that I have the gift and strength of faith, not in a religious sense, but in a sense of I think that things always work out for the best, that I believe everything happens for a reason and for my greater good. Now, at the time that they told me this, I was like, huh? <laughs> what? Uh, no, no. Like, yeah, I'm naturally an optimist, but I don't know if that's a strength per se. And then they told me a second strength and it was unpacking my ability to take something that feels complex and convoluted, this big high thing that we can't figure out and actually unpack it into information that can be easily learned and acted on in all of these pieces and actually take it to a level where it takes this convoluted subject and makes it understandable, makes it simple, makes it easy to take action from. Now, this was a person who didn't know me very well. So they didn't know I am naturally optimistic. They didn't know that I very, I'm very structured in my ability to take something and be like, okay, you said this, this, and this, do you mean this, this, and this? And they're like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so they didn't know that about me when they said that these were some of these strengths. But over the months, as I started to lean into this idea that this is a strength, right? And we want to lean into our strengths. This is a strength for me. And I started to gain trust that things would actually work out. I started to gain trust in my unique ability to unpack things and leaning into those strengths and actually taking comfort from them and using them and knowing that they are there to support me and unique to me really helped me in my confidence, really helped me be able to make decisions, to lean in and know that there are no bad decisions. There's no right, wrong, good, bad. 
black, white, right? And we had a podcast episode on that, right? There is none of that as long as it's within my legal, moral, and ethical bounds. I can't make a bad decision because everything is going to work out. Well, when you're thinking about leaving corporate, you're like, uh, <laughs> I got, this is a bad decision. I'm walking away from money. I'm walking away from stability. I'm walking away from culture and community and a career and an identity and all these things. But if you have faith and trust, it's going to work out. And you know that that's a strength for you. It starts to make things a little bit easier and brings things more to light. So an intuitive strengths reading really helped me develop my confidence and lean into those areas. And so much so, I've enjoyed it so much that I actually am now certified to be able to offer intuitive strengths readings. And so I have a 40 plus page blueprint, right? It's 40 pages minimum, but it depends on whatever you need. Additionally, custom blueprint book that I intuitively am able to tap in with your permission, of course, and tell you your top five intuitive business strengths. And those top five strengths, there's one for each of the core areas that I believe are important for a successful business and successful marketing. And that is, what is your top strength to tap into your authentic self? What is your strength to help you get inspirational alignment from your higher power, highest self, universe, etc.? Your top strength to help you calibrate to wealth. Your top strength to enact and start working on and actually implementing your business strategy. And then your top strength for creativity and communication, which is marketing, right? And so I am so honored to be able to have, first off, been given a reading that gave me insight into my intuitive strengths, and then second off, be able to become certified and qualified to help other people do the same. And mine was a reading, which was great, but I really wish that I could go back and have something that I could read and review and highlight and flip to when I need some encouragement or need to know how to expand it or when to use this strength. And that's what I've tried to accomplish with the, that's what I have accomplished with the Intuitive Strength Business Blueprint. So. Random side note there, but if you are interested in your own Intuitive Strengths Business Blueprint, go to blueprint.taylorproctor.com and you can learn all about it there. So that's the second thing that I did to help gain confidence to leave my corporate career. So third thing, and I told you they're, they're, they're getting a little woo, but the third thing is, is I started investing in myself specifically with energy healing massages. So two hour massages, um, and I would get one once a month and I would go and set an intention of, I wanna release my anger towards the situation or I wanna embrace more abundance and prosperity. I wanna have the confidence to do things in my life, maybe even leave my corporate career. And so once a month I would go to a massage therapist who specialized in energy healing and we would move energy and she would, and it was crazy. I gotta, I gotta say like, uh, going on the woo, it was woo. Like I, she'd be massaging me. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And she's like, oh yeah, there's this, this, and this. And she'd say exactly what I was thinking and exactly what I was feeling. And she really helped me kind of lean into my own tuition, intuition as well. But we cleared a lot of these past beliefs and icky things that I had been holding on to. All these stories that I had told myself about, quite frankly, failures in my corporate career and how they had defined me and we your body holds 
those emotions, right? And we've done a lot of emotional work here on the podcast in previous episodes, and I do a lot of emotional work, but still, sometimes these things hit deep and you don't know that they stuck with you and they live in your body. And so to have an energetic healing, but also deep tissue massage was so relaxing, so supportive and so helpful for me to let go of those negative stories, those negative beliefs that I'd been holding on to subconsciously and allow them to move through, to be seen, to be understood, to get the lesson from them and then step forward with confidence. So that is the third strange, unique thing that I did to help get the confidence. The fifth thing was that I actually hired someone to do specifically belief breakthroughs. So I know how to do belief breakthroughs. There's several different ways to do it and I'm qualified in teaching all of them and helping others through them, but I have a hard time with them myself, right? Is that, is that you? <laughs> That's how I am, right? I'm like, I can teach other people all day and we have huge breakthroughs and big transformations, but then when it comes to myself, I'm like, oh, okay, what are the steps again? How do we do this, right? And so it's a little more choppy with myself. And so I actually hired someone who is a specialist in belief breakthroughs. And we had about six sessions together, which is a lot. Like there's big breakthroughs that happened in like the first one <laughs> and they're two hour long sessions. And we just broke through so many things. So many beliefs that I had about leadership, so many beliefs that I had about corporate culture and how I needed to show up and authenticity and confidence and even marketing stuff. Thoughts and beliefs that I had around family and expectations and perceptions and just all of that. And by going through those belief breakthrough processes, we were able to identify these things that were, I was holding on to that were shaping my stories. And if you've heard the podcast before, you've definitely heard me talk about the clear method, right? Which is circumstance, language, thoughts, actions, and results, right? The circumstance is neutral. The language that you have around that thought or that circumstance, I mean, is Sorry, the circumstance is neutral. The language that you have around that circumstance, your thoughts around that circumstance are what feed your emotions. Your emotions feed your actions and your actions feed your results. Clear. So we've done thought work. I've done thought work. But again, sometimes you don't know what you don't know and it takes an expert to come in and be like, wait a minute, you just said this and then you realize that you had said it and that it's a belief you've held on to and it's actually pretty deeply ingrained. And then we would work through the how life is if I believe that thought, do I wanna change that thought? How is it hurting me or harming me or diminishing my vision, if you will? Uh, how, do we do, how do we take these things and then shift them and transition them to be beliefs that we want to move forward with? So it's a really fascinating and very cool experience to have these six sessions and the amount of forward catalyst the amount of forward momentum that these six sessions gave me and confidence in being me and digging into those beliefs and that mindset work were huge, 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 huge. So similar to the human design, I know a couple people. So if you are interested in those deep breakthroughs, first off, I can help you on that. But also second off, if there you want 
those coaches that I had coached me, I'm happy to refer them. And again, same thing, shoot me a message, a DM on any social media that I have that you follow me on. And that's Creating With Confidence on Instagram, Taylor Proctor on Facebook, also uh, Creating With Confidence on Pivot, which is P-Y-V-O-T-T, um, also TikTok and a couple of others. So wherever you can find me, send me a DM and I am happy to send you some referrals. And same thing for Energy Healing Massage. If you are in Utah, obviously massage work is more location-based, but all the others, they um, couple coaches from across the world. So wherever you are, there's a coach for you. And I'm happy to help however I can. So the fifth, fifth thing. So you may know that I'm part of like a business mastermind. And in fact, I've been a part of it for two and a half years. And my ability to invest in and participate and grow my business for those two and a half years have been huge. So I will say that that is a piece of this and it's been a long process. As I mentioned, I've been thinking about leaving corporate for about a year, but the last four to six months have been really that big push and getting the confidence to be able to make the call, if you will. So that being said, that mastermind has been helpful. But in the last four to six months, I actually created a mini mastermind with three other women, all of us very different. And we hop on a phone call about an hour a week. And in that hour, we each take turns and we say, you know, this is what I'm struggling with. And we all offer and brainstorm and mastermind how to help solve for what each of us is struggling with. And it's not just purely marketing related. It's not just purely business related. Sometimes it's like I'm struggling with this this thought or I'm struggling in my relationship and it's affecting my business or I'm tired and I don't know my cadence and my frequencies and just all of these pieces that come into play. And it's been amazing to have a group of supportive other business owners. Granted, like I said, I've been in a business mastermind, so that has been so helpful, but this is like a much more intimate brainstorm designated time to review the problems and issues that I may be feeling and focusing on, that they may be feeling and focusing on, and getting well-rounded ideas and coaching on how to resolve those issues so that we can move forward with positive momentum. So having that little mini mastermind has been a huge boon, if you will, to my confidence. Being able to coach other people one-on-one -on -one in an intimate setting, being able to speak what I'm going through and know that I'm not alone, right? The vulnerability that comes from that also is huge to my confidence. And that in combination with the other four things has deeply impacted me in a way that I feel confident in stepping away from my corporate career and into my coaching business and into my life. That's the biggest thing, into freedom. I recently had a birthday last week also, and it was the best birthday I've ever had because there was no in the back of my mind, oh, but I've got 30 emails and they are piling up as the day goes on. And I know that this and this is going to happen and I'm getting IMs about it and all these things. And I know that even though I have the day off and I said, hey, don't contact me, that I'm still getting contact. And even if I wasn't getting contacted, I knew that I would come home home, huh, I would come back to work to a slew of emails and messages and things that needed to be handled. And so this was the first birthday where I didn't have that. I could focus on my customers, my clients. I could focus on helping them, but also I knew that I wasn't going to come back to a shit show. 
I knew that I wasn't gonna constantly be worrying about like, okay, well, it's nine o'clock on my birthday, 9 p.m. Should I just open the emails now so that I can get them all taken care of and hit the ground running fresh tomorrow? And having that thought all day long. Oh, if I just handle this now, then I don't have to worry about it tomorrow. Well, then I didn't really get to celebrate my birthday before. So this was the first time that I had my own agenda. I could do whatever I wanted on my own time frame. I wasn't worried about getting hounded by people. I wasn't worried about coming back to a complete mess and having to fix and solve and, and coach and all these other pieces. And by coach, I mean coach professionally, meaning taking people and helping them through their professional career grow and grow the department and the culture and all these things that I've done. Not that I don't love that, but it was draining for a lot of things. And it wasn't the direction of coaching that I truly love and thrive in and I love to see people transform in. So it was the best birthday I ever had to be able to have that freedom and know that everything is gonna be okay. Having the confidence that I'm gonna be okay, my family is gonna be okay. We are going to thrive and excel and exceed all expectations because I believe now that I am way more in alignment, everything is going to take things to a whole nother level of amazing and abundance. Levels I've never had before because I'm finally coming into me and having the confidence to come into me more completely. And so that mastermind was a huge piece of that. And so much so that I'm really excited to announce that I am starting my own mastermind. That mini one, it was my idea, pulled people into it, but I'm starting my own mastermind that focuses on strategy, mindset, energy, and community, which quite frankly encompasses all the things that I discussed with you here today on these woo-woo, but also strategic things that helped me gain my confidence. So if you are interested in learning about the Quantum Confidence Mastermind, again, you can shoot me a message or you can go to my website at taylorproctor.com to learn more. And same thing for the Intuitive Strengths Business Blueprint. I said it's blueprint at taylorproctor.com. You can also find it from the homepage at taylorproctor.com. If blueprint.taylorproctor.com is too much to type in. So taylorproctor.com has all the things that you would need if you were interested in an Intuitive Strengths Business Blueprint or you were interested in joining a mastermind. And you can also contact me through there if you wanted to get resources for human design coaching, uh, healing massage if you are located in the Utah area, and if you would like a belief breakthrough coach or even a belief breakthrough session with me. So that's it. quick recap. The top five things that helped me as weird and strange, crazy, wild as they may be were leaning into my human design, knowing my intuitive strengths, getting energy healing massages, getting belief breakthrough work done and coaching so I could break through those beliefs that were holding me back and limiting my confidence. And lastly, being a part of a mastermind and having that supportive community of intimate vulnerability to help me work through and gain the confidence that I needed. So I hope this has been helpful to you. Uh, I know it's a little bit longer than my normal episodes, but there's just so much to go into and so many stories across all of this that I will be telling as we continue on this journey together. But I just wanted to really lay out those are the five crazy things that I did that helped me gain my confidence and officially announce, if you will, officially announce that I am no longer in the corporate space. I do do some CMO level consulting occasionally still, but that's a little bit different than 
being in the corporate space. And so I am now stepping away from that and moving fully into my business. So I'm excited to be able to share with you the ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, and all of these things as I have stepped away from corporate and moved more fully into coaching. So stay tuned. If you liked this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on your listening platform of choice. If you're on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe and hit the notification bell so that you can be notified of our upcoming episodes and we can share this journey together because I am happy so happy to share with you all the things I'm going through. And if the podcast is about a once a week thing, so if you would want to follow more closely, see a little bit more details of my life, see stories in real time, uh, follow me on social media. Instagram is probably one of the biggest. I'll be moving to TikTok here a little bit more uh, consistently soon because I have the time (laughs) now that I'm not balancing a corporate job. But that all said, If you like what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. If you know somebody who is into the woo and is also thinking of leaving their corporate job or just really is lacking the confidence to step into themselves and into what they really want, please share this episode with them. And I would be happy to help however I can, whether it be resources, an intuitive strength business blueprint that's completely custom to them, or even having that person join the mastermind or you join the mastermind. So that said, I hope that this episode helped. I hope that these stories resonate with you. Please let me know if they do and stay tuned because there's going to be a lot more coming as we all dive into this together, as I dive into this with you and share with you what's happening, what's going on, and hopefully some great tips, insights, tricks, techniques, etc. along the way. So that said, have a wonderful day and remember, you can create with confidence.